12 years. I never expected it to turn out like this. TheBoxingBoys.com. Shout out to the community, man. I appreciate y'all. Happening people. Info Joe, Los Angeles, in the building. Adrian, the problem road, the man from the frozen tundra. Keem, straight out of Florida. Liz Lowe, Decatur, Georgia. You already know what it is. It's the Queen, Martha K, Detroit. Stand up. David Maldonado, New York City. Donuts, don't cut me off, man. Don't cut me off. King, I mean of Essex, catch me for them championship rounds. Big Superman. Plainview, Texas. Davidian in Buffalo. God bless you all. Jesus Christ. Without y'all, it ain't nothing. Without the callers, it ain't nothing, man. Bad girl, TKO, San Diego, California. Big Fish, Vegas. Palm Beach, Florida. Detroit, the incredible. Straight out the ATL. James Benitez, Huntsville, Alabama. It ain't hating, it's just the truth. Show kid, Malvern, New York, suckers. Coach Mide from London, UK. Checking in from Tennessee, it's Lethal James, P-A-Y-N-E. It's Lethal. Line 6 Reed, just spreading that boots gospel. Both from Belmont, only in America. Well, I'm a true attestation to the American dream. King Paul, Grand Heights, Brooklyn, you heard? Four chicken wings and french fries, breakfast and champions. Let's get to it. JT. New Orleans, Louisiana. Stuff like that. Yo, TVV, this is Coach J-Mac. New Orleans, Louisiana, 504, baby. Yeah. What have you? Z-Y-E. <laughs> California. Like the video, subscribe to the channel, join YouTube members and Patreon for some. This is the number one pound for pound and two division champion. Marvin, the tank Furman from Dallas, Texas. Mr. D.P.C. L.B. Southern from D.C. to Stunt City, Bomb Squad. Brandon Maurice, a.k.a. the A.J. Trucking, straight out of Cincinnati, baby. Madback 100, U.S. Virgin Islands. Chick Chickarelli, Hollywood, California. Louis Reyes, Boston, Mass. Yo, drop that SDS shit, This son. message was brought to you by SDS Promotion. The voice of the people. There is no equal. You can add Nestor Gibbs on Skype to be part of the conversation. TheBoxingBoys.com. As I always say, please make sure you push the thumbs up. Share this in every episode of the Boxing Voice Podcast. This is TVD for life. If you ain't on Patreon, Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another edition of The Boxing Voice. Looking like we have a little of Danny's power outlet power. Get to it, champ. Try not to put your laptop charger down there anymore. How about that? Probably should have. But how are you, man? The last 20 minutes we've been sitting here. No, I just heard it now. Just heard it now. But what's up, brother? What's up? Shit, man. Sunday. You still here? Nope. All right. Yeah, it's Sunday. Football day. Been here in a couple weeks. You excited? Football season? The return? No. No? 
Damn, bro. So let's recap the weekend, man. Such a Debbie Downer, bro. You need to like explore things, bro. Uh, um, I'm exploring a whole nother country. Yesterday I was tuned into KSI and Benetta and Schwarms. Mm-hmm. And I happened to see real boxer Chris Eubank Jr. Mm-hmm. And um, he was eating a bowl of chicken, man. A bucket of chicken from KFC. I ain't even those, those things still exist. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Does do you got do we got one out here? I'm about to say do y'all got one, but I'm, I'm, I'm a vegan. I'm a vegan now, yeah. so yeah, it's KFCs out here. Where? Yeah, I thought them shit was like extinct. Nah, I know there's one across the street from like my old barber shop, and then that's like the only one off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. I couldn't tell you the last time I ate at a Kentucky Fried Chicken. Me neither. I mean, like, if you're going to buy chicken in the street and it's going to be fast food, for starters, you better be looking for, like, a pollo tropical. And if you can't find that, then go for Popeye's. Why is you fucking with Yeah, KFC you talking about, bland. like, some New Jersey or Florida shit. I ain't never heard the shit you just said. Oh, yeah? Y'all don't got pollo tropical? Never heard of it. Okay. Yeah. Is that a Jersey or Florida thing? Um, Definitely... Tropical locations, Florida, you know, uh, Jersey. I don't even know. We probably had one early, but we don't got it no more. Uh, Puerto Rico. Oh wow. Yeah. Um, Jamaica. Pollo tropical. I mean, I think there's some in San Diego though. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, what was the the purpose of the Chris Eubank chicken story? I'm just saying, he got to make 157. Everybody is like, oh my, he never made 157. You know, he's out here showing off, bro. Like, he's eating a bucket of chicken. He he ain't concerned about the weight. But that's the point. That's the point. Like, that's pretty impressive. And he lifted up his shirt during a commentary. Oh, really? Oh, you ain't see him? With with KSI, he showed, he's... He's he's ripped. He's so, doing his thing, man. It's yeah. crazy. And yo, you can't front. KFC is decent, but it ain't it ain't it ain't Popeyes. It don't got that taste, that flavor. Yeah, no. That flavoring of, pa- of Popeyes. You know what I used to like from there is like the bowls. They had like the chicken bowl with the mashed potatoes and the gravy and the Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. From KFC. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That shit used to be cool, but nah, bro. But yeah, no, nah, man. I mean, we had a look at that, a interesting night of fights. Majib in the Pollo Tropical in the UK with on the zone pay per view between KSI and two guys we had never heard of, never heard of. And but I ain't on front. They put on an event, man. That shit was lit in there. Yeah, twenty k. Not everybody could do that. No, no, no. I mean, the, let it, alone it definitely fight in front event. of it. it was let just, alone draw that. It was many. just. It was just a shame that second main event. That was pretty hard to watch. What? That the fight with Pineda. Yeah, no, Pineda, he was he was out of control. This, you know I mean that's w- the commission, the matchmaker, that's where they failed. The fact that Chris Eubank said, yo, all credit to your matchmaker, all the fights man attends like, don't lie to him. Cause we know you lying not only to him but to us. That Pineda fight, that shit was a goddamn disgrace. Yeah, no, that shit was hard. No, that, that sh- was a disgrace. That shit was hard the to watch. The zone should be having a meeting about how that should never happen again. Never. I don't care that that's YouTube boxing. Like, Pineda was out here 
tripping. I, I could just imagine how many TVs turned off just from like. Bro, and then Being you missed off. it, bro. Oh my god. Being turned off. There was by a his fight. Actions. There was a fight on the top rank undercard. There was a fight on the fucking top rank undercard. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That started to become the same shit. Wow. It literally started to become the same thing. Not as bad, but I'm like, holy fuck, are we about to have a part two? I was traumatized. That's crazy. I was traumatized. I couldn't do it twice in the same day. Jesus Christ. Tell me about it, bro. But You know, so they're making it clear this is an influencer thing. And they're making their own belts, yeah, yeah. commissions. It's like they're doing their own you thing. You know, I think I think seeing the card last night, it's clear that, you know, they're doing their own thing amongst themselves. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know that any... Even any, the way they, they were displaying the records, it's like, oh, he's 1-0 in the series. Right, which was kind of interesting given that KSI had a victory prior to... You know, in a professional victory. And, and they chose not to highlight it? Yeah, they chose not to show that. That was uh, quite interesting. But, you know, they're doing this influencer Damn. thing. I think that's cool for That the, can't be true, right? What? KFC is $50 for 12-piece. It hasn't gone up that much. I'm sure it's not. Of course. It's insane. Yeah, I'm sure it's not. But, no, I, I'm saying, I, I mean, you know, you made me lose my train of thought, you know. Yo, and I can see why people lose their train of thought. Like, I'm, like, reading all your stickers on the screen. You do have. What's that? What's that? The Argentine flag? Chicago. But. That white with sky blue? Yeah, but. So, the low. The why it looks like a Pokemon or something. Like a. So, the, those are the Chicago, like, sports teams. It looks like. So, on the flag. The it's, stuff you it's, have on your Crocs. Yeah, because that's not actually on the flag. On the actual flag, it's red stars. You know what I'm saying? And then, what's that? Like a chili pepper? That's a. Uh, With a mustache? Like a character of a chili? Hot dog? What? Oh, uh, no. That's the. Uh, that's the worm. El gusano inside the tequila. Yeah. Okay. That w- okay. I put that I put that on back in my drinking. How days. old is that restricted sign, bro? It's like faded. No, nah, it's not restricted. It says addicted. Oh wow! So it used to, or is that the light glaring covering? No, I mean now it just says I C T E D. You see, like yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Is it worn out or is yeah, it the light? Out. No, it's worn out. Okay. It's worn out. Oh wow. You've been uh, you've been rocking with that sticker for a while. Uh, yeah, I'd say. Shout out to that sticker. It it obviously protected the the, the laptop quite a bit if it's worn out. You know what? You, you know what it was that the laptop bag I had. I used to always grab it and pull it out from wow. there. So your fingers yes. wore out. Yes. Oh wow! From all the shout out to Danny's hard working. From all the pulling out. <laughs> Yo, I actually got the rim shot, but it's so hard to keep a track of where that's at. I don't know what that means. Rim shot is what you just did. 
Yeah. Okay, I didn't know that's what that was called. Yeah, me neither. Till I got, you know, sound bites. Yo, I don't know where it's at though. So, so I'm. I, I just gotta ask really quick before we get back to that the zone card, mm-hmm, really quick. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What the fuck? Like, was you always like tech savvy and shit, or? Uh, I mean, you know, I was always uh, hands on. Is what I'll say. I ain't gonna say tech savvy, hands on. You know, and willing to learn. So. Who taught I you? Think, I think, you, like, no, nah, I, I picked that up from my dad. I picked that up from my dad because my dad, you know, I got, you know, living with him, I got to see him learn things and teach himself mm. without YouTube, which was, you know, now looking back, it's pretty fucking cool. He had mad books, taught himself how to do electricity, everything, everything. You know, my dad. I'm not trying to be funny, but would he get, uh, does your dad speak English? Oh, so would he get uh, the. You know, back then they had like the for dummies books. Cause nah, I don't think he ever had the. No, nah, and the reason I asked, bro, my grandfather. I don't it, think he ever had the for dummies series, but I um. Yo, my grandfather, one, my grandfather one time got so fucking irritated with one of the books, and he just fucking threw the shit, mm. and he, it, he's just like, "Fuck it, I'ma just." What's that? That's a bicycle. No a bike bell. Okay. He threw it. You know oh, like the newspaper. No. <laughs> you funny as hell. Let's get back to this the zone card, man. Oh man. Nah, but like I said, man, uh KSI putting the series on, uh to me that was cool. We should have did some research. On? Cause I would really like to know exactly what's going on with this misfits boxing. Like mm. the true details. Like is Logan and KSI like 50-50 and the zone just the bro like what's going on? Cause they were so buddy buddy last night bro i'm telling so pro I, each other look bro i don't even like i'm gonna be like, honest he was like this guy's my best friend and honestly even if he wasn't my best friend look at this event it's beautiful i'm proud of him i'm like whoa and and honestly it was shocking because we don't see men showing emotion publicly but everything they did last night is everything boxers should do the way KSI was animated for his locker room interviews, for his post-fight interviews, the way that the promoter slash best friend, Logan, was bigging up the fighters on the card, not just the main event, not just his business partner. You know, there's promoters that need to take a page out of what Logan did yesterday, and there's dozens, if not hundreds or thousands of fighters that need to learn from what KSI did from a marketing standpoint, in the ring, post-fight, pre-fight interview, his animation, the way that he spoke, the way that he captivated his audience, the way that Logan was product-placing with his own products. Yeah. You know? Um, Just shout out to those guys, man. Amazing, you know, to see young men just fucking conquering. Like, they're destroying the world right now. They're killing it, for real. Like, these dudes are literally doing whatever the hell they want to do. You know, they started out doing, like, YouTube videos. Then they, what, prank videos. Then, you know, they've shifted. You know, Logan has a successful podcast, let me tell you. And YouTube is finally, did you see? What's that? Oh, they're changing their algorithms. Uh-oh. They making, they making YouTube podcasts now. Oh, got your attention. It's coming. Mm-hmm. It's coming. Um, they've already announced it. Uh, there's like long form. Obviously, it's it's like a 
I don't know. Bro, new, new. Lo- Logan Paul fucking had Charlemagne on his podcast. Oh, yeah. That's dope. Charlemagne is my idol, bro. Really? Like, in the radio business, I would love to have him on the show and chop it up. Like I got to ask Ken for that favor, man. That's his man's. Like, out of anybody in the radio industry, would you say? I would say him, even though I'm heavily Howard Stern influenced. I would say I'm, I got to be more Charlemagne than I'm Howard Stern. What was it about Howard Stern or what was it about Charlemagne? Howard just, he, he no punches. He did it his way. He did it his way. Um, and even if that was crazy or left, uh, he, he rolled with it. And, 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 and much like me, I bet you if I, I wonder, I'm going to Google it right now. He was so open. So I wonder, is he a fucking Gemini or some shit? Oh, my goodness. You and this fucking astrology, bro. You sound... I'm just stern, I'm just saying he, he bro he talked about everything on his show like I think his wife had like an abortion not abortion but like a miscat everything like he he don't he, you know mm. he out there mm. he just talked so how'd you get into him like what got you I think to it listen? was the movie um maybe his movie he had a movie mm. yeah <laughs> it was pretty cool. And I just watch the show every now and then. Come on, Brad. You never watched the Howard Stern show? I did. I, I mean, did. you any anybody. But and I I'm know I'm curious. older than you, but I felt like I was young looking at Howard just to see him get these broads to flash them boobies. Mm. He was a G at that. Like, oh, so you're a punch star? Oh, you did it. Oh, you work with Hustler, huh? Oh, oh, yeah. You know, I know I know Hugh Hefner. Yeah, I've been at all those parties. Let me see your boobies. Just like that. And it's just like, oh, yeah. They just mm. whip him out. Bro, have you ever seen... I know you've seen the interview what? of Jay-Z when he's sitting on the couch. I think you've told this story uh, and damn. then sent me the video, right? You uh, said something's happening in the background? No, nah, not in the background. Literally, like, right next to Jay. On the couch. But it's all good. No, I just, I just thought that was a, a pretty crazy interview. I was just asking about uh, Howard Stern for you because my uncle, all the time, he sends me like... Oh, no, he's born in January. January what? January what? Bro, oh, I just got sent January 12th. All right, I don't know what sign that is, but my two closest, like, guy friends, they both that sign. Like, I don't know what sign that is. But they're both that I'll have sign. To check January. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know what it is. But they're both that sign, and they're both like super fucking blunt, super straightforward. Mm. Um, they both are very savvy with the way they talk. You know, um, they have like a, a gift to gab in the way of they ain't gotta say too much to get you to do shit. You know what I'm saying? God damn! I was a kid. Look, that's the movie I watched. <laughs> Private Parts, I think. What the fuck? Yeah, it's called Howard Stern, right? Private Parts, maybe? Mm. It's like some sort of 1997 autobiography or some shit. I don't fucking know. Yo, you Google Howard Stern and it says, did he date Robin Quivers? And I know that made people crazy because she was black and he was white. And they had this motherfucking relationship. Yo, imagine, bro. I found him. They made a movie of him in 97. Mm-hmm. 
in 97. So imagine how long he'd been around before that. But and no, he think had of, that relationship with her where it was like me and you. So you know some people, they can't see that. They can only see race. And it's like how he's talking to her like that or how she's talking to him like, you know what I'm saying? That, But their relationship was fly. So I wonder if they did date. Mm. And he always got yo. He's so, a fucking so, like he's so, a he's a he's a nonstop perv. So anything Robin says, he'll think he'll he'll find the sexual side of it, and she'll be like right there, like oh yeah, you know what I mean? Like she's fucking. She, it was funny. It was yo, funny. I know you're not into it just, but just because you brought that up, that's something I wasn't aware of or familiar with. But please tell me you saw the clip. Okay, Ja the real says uh, that was two live crew. Uh, Danny Luke that was doing that interview with Jay Z that mm. I, that I'm referring to, mm. but um, bro, please tell me you saw the snippet of Megan The Stallion. No, and oh my goodness, so I know I know you're not into that, bro. It, it came across my timeline. I don't follow either one of them, but it so there's like a pod, to me. it's like a podcast they got going on. Oh my, yes, that's what I'm gonna do. Actually, I don't even want to talk about it because <laughs> when you see this shit. Like, but what is this a more like Jay Z interview shit? Somebody, um, somebody getting not, blessed? Not, 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 not like that. But it's you know the shit they talking and the shit they talking about. So I'm gonna mm. send you. It's it's like a little minute clip. Um, I'm gonna send it to you. But you good on the uh, the zone? I mean, uh, I, I would like to see KSI gradually step it up you can tell he's not ready you know he called he, out everybody true entertainer style but um he he needs some work he's not ready for jake not no, jake paul no 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 i'm uh, not not anybody that fought on that card yesterday is yo on that. majid just sent me a phone call where a serial killer calls into his show can you imagine that how would you feel that's a, that's pretty strange, and that's his live, right? That's his live, bro. That shit, fuck being strange, bro. I feel like that's just uncomfortable. Who's this girl? That like, that thumbnail looks pretty weird. That is uh Miami. That that is my like. Her young, name is Miami. Yeah, she's one half of the City Girls. I'm sure you've heard of the City Girls. Um. Sorry. Nah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you want me to screen share this or listen? What are we doing? Here? Yeah, yeah. Screen share it and play. Definitely got to play with the audio. Okay. It's, it's nothing that, you know, we get flagged for or nothing like that, so. Hopefully that she ain't trying to flag us. Nah, it ain't, you know, they ain't showing shit. They ain't, ain't no music. You sure? Like that. Positive. Look like a lot of nah, nah. cleavage <laughs> to me. Hey, you like, you like girls? <laughs> I mean, I like what I like. <laughs> Wait, so that's Meg? Yeah. The one that said I like what I like. Yeah, yeah. That shit got a million views. When it dropped, twenty fifth, three days ago. Yeah. I like you. You do. I do. You a fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> what you saying like that? Wait, what she got gloves on? I don't know what that is, bro. Yeah, I would. So who on top? Me. Mm. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> bro, but it was just funny hey, because it was, it was that's it, yeah. But it was just kind of like along the lines of just asking those questions. Mm -hmm. But obviously, you're talking about two people in the industry talking to each other. That was like a true radio personality, you know, true journalist, if you would. Talking that, that probably that probably did some real numbers that episode. Oh yeah, I'm sure. But I'm telling you, it's. Been, I mean, a million just on a fucking share. No, and I'm video. That's uh, crazy. 
and right exactly and i'm talking about this has came across my timeline on every social media platform so mm -hmm. obviously you know a lot of girls are getting a kick out of it a lot of guys you know and it's too and who's the host uh i i'm assuming miami which is like i said one half of the city girls i'm assuming miami because it had her real name in the background mm -hmm. so i don't know never seen you know whatever show where you know that is but that video's come you know been coming across my platform or my social media platforms but that's what i'm saying like you talking about how howard stern was able to ask those kind of questions but i'm like people's going crazy over two celebrities yeah i mean i think it was more about also like howard was the first of his kind you know in what way like the first to be ambitious and be forward and blunt uh -huh. not afraid you know like Believe me, he wasn't made for FCC, and that's why they, they got him off the radio, but that's why Sirius took him because you know how it is, man. It's like, oh, get him off the radio so someone wants to give you a platform. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, you know, Howard, uh, he's pretty cool. He's pretty cool. I, th I guess the movie did it more for me than anything. Uh, not Howard Cursell, Danny. No, I know, I know. Okay. The reason I put pulled up uh, Howard Cassell is I was gonna ask you about him. So, have you? Is that somebody you ever got into or ever looked at? Because obviously he is one of the most notorious uh, sports journalists. You know, uh, play by play announcers, uh, blow yeah. by blow. Um, nah, that was never my thing. Like you know, once I joke that you know I'm I'm Wilder's. Howard Cassell, the way he was to Ali. Mm -hmm. um, but, nah, you know, he was more books, school. You know, it's different. We different. Nah, That's nah. what I'm saying about... I, I, uh, feel, I feel like you should check him out a bit more. I get what you're saying. Even his voice, though, I was like, well, Ali. I, I just... It's not me. Yeah, it's, but... You know, he, he's so... He, like... And then his shoulders, he's like... You know bro, what I'm yeah, I'm not saying you look like the motherfucker. No, you I stand know, like body, the motherfucker. The body language, like he ain't really talk with his chest. He like, I mean, he well, he I'll had wait. to, he had to because he played that villain I with him. Oh, you're good, but it's so weird. He played, shit. he played that villain with him. Like shaking every day. But you know, uh, fuck him announcing. He was calling. You know what I like? He was calling like I think either Sunday night or Monday night football. And the John Lennon news broke that had died. And, of course, that was, like, the biggest news of the world. Like, and he broke it on, you know, the biggest fucking sporting event. Like, everybody's watching the game. And, bro, that call, like, my uncle's like, you got to study this the way he did this. Like, you got to, you got to, like, try to perfect that because, you know, he's saying that's, like, one of the most notorious calls ever in sports is, like, the way you know, because that is how America, you know, it was no notifications. That is how the world received the news of John Lennon. He was with the Beatles, right? I think he was the Beatles, you know, whatever. But obviously he was like the Michael Jackson of the time, whatever. And he gave, you know, the news to the world that he died. And, you know, I was, that's why I was asking you about him, especially, you know, him. I haven't done my research enough, but I feel like I'm more Bert. Okay. You feel me? I'm not. I'm not saying like you trying to be or you should try to be any. No, of these no, guys. no. I'm just saying. I'm talking relatable. Okay. You feel me? Bert had the little swag. He had the hat. What we, what we call that? A fedora? Or we? It's not a fedora. 
I mean, Fedora is more. I would have to see the hat. Fedora honestly, is more. It's a beautiful thing. How, how do you compare a hat to a song? Oh, baby. I think I'm on Bruno Mars. That because you remind you remember music makes you remember. Oh, oh, you was thinking I'm that hat associated me to Mars to the artist. Song. Okay, you know okay, to the artist, to the artist. So I think it's like a fedora. I really thought you was like, yeah, that song just makes me think of a fedora. I'm no. like, bro, what the fuck's wrong with you? Nah, you know Bruno love them shits, but Bruno had the official fedoras. I think what. Like the ones Floyd be wearing. I know you've seen Floyd. Floyd. What? Floyd be wearing. Fedora? Oh, yeah. I don't know. The red bottom fedoras, too. You ain't Skip, never seen them? Skip Bell is wanna be LeBron. What? What is that? Skip Bell is wanna be LeBron Howard Cassell. So, oh, okay. He wants to be LeBron's Howard Cassell. Skip Bell is. Skip is the, the white guy that used to be with Stephen A. Yeah. Um,. Have has anyone like done comparison videos like since the party? Like, oh, the show's never been the same. Cause I feel like that's when that show was hitting hard when they were together. I mean, if you look at the numbers, they're doing better without them. Uh, the numbers was the best when Max was on. So after he left, Max came on. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. And because I heard they got rid of Max because he was too boxing and making Steven look bad. Cause you know Steven to say some casual shit like, you know McGregor could beat fucking AJ, and then the the real boxing guy tells you the real deal, and you make your you yeah, make your A side. But look to bad. be fair, to be fair, as a prior um, as a prior first take co-host, um, you know to me I felt that they wouldn't really talk much on boxing, uh. You know, on oh, the of show. course, of course, very, very, you very know, little. Yeah, I remember when I was on it, they had it was the day before Mayweather McGregor. It was August twenty fifth, twenty seventeen, and bro, it was crazy. Like they were talking baseball, and I'm like, you guys do know like Floyd Mayweather and Conor McGregor are fighting tomorrow, and they did discuss it. You know, they did discuss it, but obviously that was the biggest sporting event of the weekend, and we're talking about a Yankees fucking fight or whatever that they had. So. Um, I, but yeah, so to that point, I don't feel like that was really the issue, but I do know that that came out during the split between Stephen A and Max that, yo, it ain't the numbers because the numbers have been the best, you know, with Max on the show. So that's crazy. And I guess that's why they give him his own show. He got the spinoff Max boxing, but it don't, none of that hits hard. Like, I feel like first take never gets to me. And obviously I know because only the boxing will get make it to me but like i feel like max boxing isn't even a but you would know so am i right in saying that it's not like a uh a side espn show yeah and no, i mean i'm gonna be quite frank with you ness i don't know that there is any boxing a side well ESPN. i mean you know yeah you singled it out and it is what it is it is a boxing show but i just want to it's not an A side show. No, no, no. I, mean, I feel like I feel like when Stephen you know A what? started. Actually, actually, I'm. You would no, be more educated. I disagree, for this. and the only reason I'm gonna disagree. The only reason I'm gonna disagree is because it actually makes it on TV. Like there's so many ESPN shows that go straight to ESPN Plus. You get what I'm saying? So they give them a half hour slot on that TV. So. I would say it's it's A side enough, but it's not like a priority. It's not like they're on a prime time 
you know, morning slot or nothing like that. But, you know, the fact that it does make it straight to TV, you know, I think uh, that says something. But nonetheless, you know, it's, it's, it's different because we used to see Max Kellerman fucking two hours every morning. At least I used to. You know, I don't know how much you would maybe tune into first take. Uh, but, yeah, man, I used to watch it all the time. No, I never tuned in like that. You They're know, saying that Max is on two other shows now. I never tuned in like that. Uh, someone always sent it to me whenever it had to do with boxing. So whenever someone boxing was on first take, they would send it. But that's how long I've been a outside casual fan watcher. Like I feel like I feel like there was a time where the girl wasn't there, right? She's new in a sense. Molly. What, like, was there ever Steven and Skip no Molly? Um, I don't, honestly don't remember, bro. When you was on first take, Molly wasn't there. Yes, she was. In the crowd. I mean, in the thing. Yeah. Because mm, I remember being, you know, I showed you my time I was there. And uh, it's pretty fat. But I don't remember her. But again, you know, I don't know her either. So maybe I just... You know, skimmed yeah. over, never noticed. I'm going to be honest. I hope we could get, like, a Molly-esque, you know. We got Micah. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying, like, somebody on the show because... So you want a you wanna Michelle Phelps kind of female host? I want a Molly-esque because if you watch First Molly Take... Molly and Michelle. No, because you don't watch First Take, and that's why you need to just listen sometimes. Oh. So if you watch... I got these headphones If on. you watch First Take, yeah, so you should be... Hear me nice and clear. Let me get a mic check. Check one, two. Test, test. Okay. All right, all right. So Molly would always be that, all right, fellas, you know, let's let's get back. You feel like Try right? Try to bring it back. Yeah, like right now, Molly, 15 minutes ago, she's like, all right, guys, let's actually talk about the fights that happened this yeah, weekend. Yeah, You know, yeah. and it's just like. Yeah. You know, but then, you know, Danny wants to talk about other shit. Okay. You know, like. Like like the Chicago Tribune. See how that it? see how that intrigued them. What about see it? See how that intrigued them. Free speech versus Howard Stern. What's all that about? Nah, but let's keep it moving, man. Uh, so I guess in closing, you know, my man's case. I'm not ready for Jake. Um, I think I want to see my boy from Brooklyn, who, uh, you know, I was shocked to see him on the card get the shot. I think he yo your man's uh, with Saddam. Yeah, he upset. He the did. dude he was supposed to fight. That's I right. Mean, the, the dude he beat was supposed to allegedly get the fight with KSI. Right, face temper. And um, I don't think this dude is scared. And I think if he gets the KSI and, fight, and he would he would really sell. Like yeah, he'd be able to really sell. Like if they did that shit in New York, you know what I'm saying? Like you already was talking about a fight at the Garden. Yeah. Do that shit in New York. Um question is will new york sanction and that? he had a great post fight like i'm sure he touched people i'm sure he gained fans I of wish, course of course i wish we could have followed him yesterday to keep track of how many he gained but like his post fight interview i know he touched people with that and they're gonna be thirsty and hungry to give him another opportunity and it's our best opportunity at the best fight i think because he'll really train like, if he gets that KSI fight, you know even Saddam going to come back over there looking thinner because they're going to work. They both need that. 
Saddam is done. He's retired. He's trying to be an influencer himself. He does TikTok videos with this guy all the time. So that's why when I seen him, I knew it was up. I'm mad that we didn't have a line on that, bro. I would have took that ASAP. Meanwhile, my bookie did, but only money line. And it wasn't available, obviously, at the time of the fight when he fucking shocked us. But I am happy to report that yesterday's bet was paid out. And um, they gave my $84. And uh, what did we bet? I I only put in 20 And I think you put in 20 and then, which is forty. Which is forty, and then we and they won gave 44, us forty-four. Yeah. which is eighty-four. Right. So, so they gave me my eighty-four dollars, yeah. which half goes to this guy. Every time I find a nice bet, you see how he puts himself in it. Never hits me up like yo, Ness. I'm about to make this bet, but I be showing up like yo, I'm about to lock this in. Yo, yo, make who, the same bet for me, who, bro. Make the same bet for me, bro. You the one that said, bro. Yeah, damn. Even Jared by knockout ain't that good. And I'm like, what's the over under? Check that, cause that's one and a half. Woo. Oh, you did, you did, you did, you did. Come you on, did. champ. You did. you did. You know what's funny? I would have lost my other bet, Jared by knockout, Pedraza decision. Yep. Damn. Lucky I ain't make it. Yeah, cause you was trying to parlay that. I wanted to. I thought about it. So, um. Yeah, man. Give what was his name though? One Billy? Second. I feel like it was a Billy, right? Nah. You I'm telling you. You talking about the one that beat the Temper. muscle kid. The yeah. one that was with Saddam. Yeah, the one that beat Temper. All right, one sec. Give me one sec. I'll you know that you. Jake Paul tweeted that Nate Oh, that's beautiful. I'm so happy my brain worked. Yeah, that Nate Robinson would beat KSI. Mm-hmm. What's your thoughts? I think no one is ever gonna believe that because of the way that 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 Nate got splattered. It would be too hard to believe that he could actually beat KSI. And KSI looked good yesterday. Physically, he was in phenomenal shape. Uh, leaned in a slim. motherfucker. It was slim. 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 What's yeah. his real name right there? It says Slim Al Bahar. Al Bahar. And he's four and zero. Four and zero. Four knockouts. Hey, he got the power. Slim the hitman. Hmm. And what? What? Check if he got a box rack. See if he. What was his original weight? Cause he got like a year or two years off. Then he got this opportunity. So, let's see. Was he fighting out of his weight class? Is he gonna be too small if he does get the KSI fight, or is he naturally a good cruiserweight and will give KSI? Cause he's long and tall and he's awkward. Moves well too, and. He built confidence quickly. After that first round, you know, it felt like the first round he was entertaining. He was still in ring walk mode. As you can remember, he was lip singing, dancing, spinning, twirling, Harlem shaked, pop locked. My man did it all. That's why I thought he was going to lose. I'm like, bro, this dude getting to the ring, he's going to be exhausted. Somehow he still found energy to get the win. Um, yeah, can't I, find him? No, nah, I can't find That's him. That's crazy. Misfits boxing. Not not on box, right? They wilding. How you 4-0 and none of your fights nowhere? Let me see. DM him like, champ, I can't find your box, right? Let me see. Send it to me. I'll DM him. But in the, anyway, that's closing for me, man. Give Slim the fight. Bring Dean the Great back. I told y'all, fuck you, you bookies. You ain't give me a line. I knew it. I fuck, didn't I tell you? I was telling Danny. He's like, yo, I don't even know who. I'm like, yo. I don't know, but Dean the Great on this shit. I tried to get Dean the Great for Border Wars. They 
this is what I'm saying. It's all about money, man. It's all about the Benjis, the Benjis. I tried to get Dean the great for Border Wars, man. Um, and I think he had like a hundred thousand and some change subs or, or, or followers on the IG then. I don't even know what he's doing these mm. days. Let's see how how popular they got him rocking with the whole Logan yeah, boys. I, I don't even see the card on Box Track either, so mm. So it was not a real card. Yeah, I guess not. Damn, man, that's crazy. You think that's why they kept saying like in the series, in the series? Yeah, maybe so because maybe it wasn't counting as a pro. You Yo, know? who got Dean the Great IG, man? Shit, crazy. I can't find it. But not just did we have the zone card, the Misfit Boxing card yesterday, Ness, but we also had the top ranked boxing on ESPN where we covered just about the the entire card. There was a lot of uh, young talent, a lot of prospects on that card that we got to watch in action last night. Uh, Abdullah Mason was one of those that we saw early on where he got a early, early knockout. And pulling that up in just a second. But yeah, he got an early knockout in that fight, improving to 3-0. I'm sorry, he got a... He got an early knockdown in the fight, went to decision though, but improving to three and zero, two knockouts. We got to see Jeremiah Milton back in action last night, where he had a devastating, devastating knockout. I'm talking about that was pretty. That was pretty nice. Uh, didn't really see it coming. Nice right hand where he landed, slept. Nick Jones, Jeremiah, heavyweight action now improving to six and zero with five KOs, and obviously for him, you know. Uh, not with top rank, not with ESPN, but they keep bringing them back. They keep bringing them back, and and for him, you know, I guess that's what you want to see. They keep bringing them back to Tulsa, and he keeps getting these highlight reel knockouts. Uh, you have to wonder if if how many more times are they gonna bring him back before maybe he gets a, a deal with top rank because uh he been looking good. He been looking good. You know, like I said, now six six and oh five knockouts. Uh, turned pro during the pandemic and he's just been on the fast track he was supposed to be on the jake paul hassan rockman jr card in uh new york so even as an independent you know they're really pushing him getting him on 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 big cards and giving him those opportunities and he's been taking advantage of those opportunities he's been uh shining during this moment you know i know he's had you know like i said some highlight real knockouts and uh you know i guess just to see what's to come with him because he looked sharp let me tell you then kelvin davis brother Keyshawn davis obviously kelvin himself very much accomplished uh as a usa amateur boxer and now as a professional boxer moving along quite well six and no four ko's he is out of that bnb boxing out of omaha nebraska uh training with Bo Mack training with Coach Red and the crew alongside, obviously, his brother Keyshawn, alongside, obviously, uh, you know, one of the pound-for-pound pound tops, you know, the current welterweight champion, WBO champ, Terrence Bud Crawford. He is coming out of that gym, and he had a, a six-round fight, his first six-round fight, where he got two knockdowns, but it did go, the you know, to decision. 
and he fought a guy with more fights than him. So both uh, of his decision fights that he's had thus far have been with more experienced men. You know, so obviously you can't take nothing away from that. You know, he's getting some experience. He's getting uh, some work in. And, you know, once again, improving a 6-0, four knockouts now. So let's see what's next for him. Only... That's his third fight this year. Hopefully, we could see him twice more. You know, hopefully, top rank keeps him uh, busy. I know Keyshawn is on that Newark card, so I don't know that we'll see Kelvin there. Quick turnaround, but, you know, hopefully, uh, maybe early October, early mid-October, we could catch him back if they, you know, want to turn him around quick. Then, let's see. We also had uh, F.A. El Jefe Ajaba. This is uh, F.A.'s first fight since coming off that, that loss to Frank Sanchez on the Deontay Wilder Tyson Fury 3 undercard back in October of last year. So it's been about 10 months for him, uh, more than actually, 10, about 10 and a half months for F.A. And, you know, it was good to see him back. It was good to see him back. Uh, we got to see him in Houston last month when uh we Nestor and I went down there. So it was good to see him back in action. Obviously, uh F.A. having, you good champ, F.A. having, uh, you know, K. Karoma in his corner, first fight back. It was good to see him, uh, you know, back in, in action, even though it was a quick night for him, second round knockout, uh, you know, you know, quick short night for F.A., but good to see him back in action. What'd it's pretty you weird to me. I told you, man, I felt like uh, I know for a fact that K., and his team found him better sparring than that fight. Mm. Like, I didn't understand the matchmaking behind that fight. Like, what was Bruce Trampler thinking? Like, there's no way they didn't find him better sparring than that fight. So, like, what was Top Rank trying to even accomplish with that? Like, what did they want to see? Like, if you wanted to see, was he back? Man, go watch him spar for, for free. Like, right. that shit was bullshit. Like, that was crazy. That dude did not belong in there with a Jogba. Um, it was supposed to be Delvin or Delvin Perez, and, 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 you know, long story short, he wasn't in there. That was just weird. But we do have our guests. Uh, special Sunday guests. Special Sunday guests. So you we'll know, we don't really do guests on Sundays. We're still going to take a quick intermission and uh, go ahead and bring our special guests in and be right back with you in the meantime. Uh this intermission is brought to you by our good friends over at KenichiBear.com. Don't forget to use the code TBV That's when purchasing right. your Kenichi Bear Hibernation 5 headphones. That's right.
All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Welcome back. We're here joined with legendary fighter Frez Aquendo. Frez, what's going on, man? How are you? Uh, pleasure to meet you. Actually, yeah, give me one second. I should have did a mic check. Got to go run and turn on your mic. But uh, Danny, yes, no, you got it, Ness. But yeah, we are joined with legendary fighter Frez Aquendo from my beautiful city of Chicago, Illinois. So uh, very, very, very happy, uh, you know, to have you here. Typically don't do uh, sh uh, guests on Sundays, but our good friend Chris at RX hit us up, and we couldn't say no. We could not say <laughs> no, so we had to get you in for us. How you been? Oh, man, thank you for having me here. Man, this is great. You know, nice little Hall of Fame weekend that I was honored to be a part of. It was a good, good one, actually. As, uh, I know it was the first one that they've had in a couple of years, so you had some greats like Roy and Floyd and Fernando Vargas uh, being inducted last night. Uh, when did you get into town? Oh, I got in this Friday. You know, it was a nice little little ride from Chi-Town, but, man, it was well worth it. And Oh, you drove? No, no, no. Oh, flew, okay. Flew. <laughs> oh, okay. You said ride. I'm like, damn, you, you made flight. that drive? Oh, yeah, flight. flight. Oh, yeah, flight. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but so what's been going on for us? Uh, you know, obviously uh, – you know, we've got to see you throughout the years, put on many great fights, give us many great fights. Uh, you know, what's new and what's current with you? Well, you know, I've been doing good, staying in shape. You know, I'm hoping to get in one of those little thriller action, fight one of those former UFC champs. Or okay, so, so so you're trying, you're trying to get back in action. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's my blood. As you can see, I'm still in good condition. I'm still in good shape. You know, you know my thing is health and wellness, you know, without that. It's no wealth, but in the meantime, you know, I'm traveling all over the world. I just got back from Ecuador, flew from Ecuador all the way here to the Hall of Fame. Uh, we're servicing some of the youth out there, you know, underprivileged youth, and I had uh, the honor to meet some uh, legendary, you know, boxers from Ecuador right there in the middle of the equator, and it was very, very nice to see, you know, a different part of the world. Mm. How, so, long, how long were you in Ecuador? I was there for... A week and a half or so, so okay. it was a great experience uh, to travel in that little city, Quito, and uh, meet some great, great people. And is that something that 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 you're you're into a lot, giving back to the underprivileged and being able to help the the, the less fortunate? Or that, that's what I've been doing. Okay, with my foundation, Forba, which is my partner Chris Bellew. He's my director. We've been together for you know for many, many years, and here we are. And doing a lot of you know big things, you know, servicing not only the community, but uh, the world alike. And also, I was res we were responsible again one of the legendary, all-time great. Actually, he's in the Guinness Book of World Records. As Fernando Vargas was saying, he was the youngest champion in history. But I don't know if he knows his his history because <laughs> with Frodo the Radar Benitez is the youngest champion in history at the age of 17. They won the title in San Juan, Puerto Rico, my, my country where I was born. And, um, you know, he mentioned that at the Hall of Fame yesterday, Fernando Vargas. Maybe he's the youngest in the United States or something. I don't know how that is. But in history, in Guinness Book of World Records, is Wilfredo uh, Radar Benitez. And we brought him from Puerto Rico. You know, he was pretty much in the fetus position after Hurricane Maria. And uh, my foundation was able to raise over a quarter of a million dollars to relocate him and his family to Chicago and the Chi-Town and Humboldt Park where I'm from, where I migrated when I was a baby. And, uh, you know, the rest is history. He's doing a lot better. He's healthier. You know, his sister, Yvonne, is doing a great job. Me and my partner, 
Luis Mateo, who's also one of my main trainers with my foundation. We also service the communities. We service three high schools and a nice uh, big middle school in the city of Chicago and many, many other kids. And also at the Austin Boxing Club where we have legendary trainer Nate Jones, who also trained Floyd Mayweather, who's also here to see his, you know, to see our boy Floyd Mayweather get inducted. Because me and Floyd go way back, you know, we won the National Golden Gloves back in 1993. And it was an honor to see one of my old, you know, teammates, you know, make history. And hopefully I'm, I'll be next, next year to be inducted. So next year would be your fifth year uh, of inactivity, which allows you yeah. into induction, or it would be your third? Because I know they changed the rules now, right, Danny? I think it's fifth, but it's been a minute since I fought. Since I fought because, I don't know, you're familiar with my story. I know you have a lawsuit, right? Yes, I'm sure. Is it still ongoing with the WBA? Yes, it's going to, yeah, going to, Lord, to the end, actually. Can you that. give us a little bit of detail and background? <laughs> How long has this been going on? When was the... I guess the the beginning of all this. Oh, well, the beginning started back in two thousand. I mean, man, this had to be two thousand and uh, well, two thousand fourteen when I started when I fought Ruslan Chigayev in Chechnya. Mm-hmm. You know, a Chechen rebel type country. You know, it was real beautiful. I was with the Prez, and he showed me mad love. And you know, the world seen what I did. You know, I gave him a boxing lesson. I beat him twelve rounds, and you can see the big. How old were you then? Uh, 40, I think I was the second oldest heavyweight fighting for the heavyweight championship. I think I was 44, 40, 43, around there, 44. And, uh, man, I gave old boy a boxing lesson in WBA. You know, they should acknowledge that. Not only that, they should have vouched for a fighter like in my status because, you know, I've been going through a lot of controversies you see in my career, you know, with the James, Tony, Chris Burr, just to name a few, and here I am fighting for the most prestigious title in sports, the heavyweight championship, again in 2014, you know, at an advanced age, you know, I'm second oldest in history, if I think I'm correct, since George Foreman, because George Foreman was, I think, 45, 46, something like that, so I was, like, right behind him fighting for the heavyweight championship, so I am in the record books as of late, but, yeah, since that time, you know, I had to file a lawsuit, you know, against the promoters, uh, of that event because I'm like, who know, was the promoter? Don King? No, no, <laughs> I know that that guy. I'm glad I got my walking papers with him back, back in the days in the early 2000s. You know, going through the blues with him. But no, it was uh, 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 a Russian promoter, mm. um, Ruslan Chigayev people, which the WBA you know contracted with you know to make this championship championship fight c- come to happen. So make a long story short, you know, I fought 12 round, nice. Nice war, and um, next thing you know, you know we signed a contract. I was supposed to be paying my mail, my million dollars, and then automatic rematch if the fight was controversial, which it was. So I made all that happen on my contractor side. And then once I get home, I wait a week, a couple of months. Next thing you know, I had to sue these people in the Southern District, of New York. And uh, man, things went real well for me. I won, and of course the. The legal part about it, all these, you know, cutthroat people that I had that I thought was in my corner, like John Work, who's an attorney. I guess he was with Puvalev at that Twitter, which he he fought the other day against Derek Jasora and got whooped, I heard. And uh, this brown paper bag promoter, uh, Bobby the Clown Hits, who's from mm, Chicago. Chicago. Yeah, Chicago. Yeah, guys, bad for boxing. You know, don't treat his fighters right. And I was one of them. You know, I gave him an opportunity to. To, to have me showcase on his cards, 
And, you know, everybody put me against. Got, he tried to get me beat. I whooped them all. And I still didn't get paid, you know, in those cars <laughs> in Indiana. But uh, just, just What, at the Horseshoe? Yeah, at the Horseshoe Casino, man. Can you believe this clown? <laughs> so, so let me ask you, are, are things still that way in 2022, in your opinion? Do fighters not get paid until after the fight? Because I feel like that's a disservice. Like, oh, big time. How can you fight for 12 rounds and then <laughs> not be sure if your check is there? Yeah, it's crazy, man. This guy is cutthroat, you know. Actually, he was part of the lawsuit and all that. So, you know, he's definitely in the radar. You know, him and these you know, other clown agents, so-called agents, you know, in boxing. But, you know, people like me, I'm advocating for fighters that go through, you know, trials and tribulations like myself, like, like what I'm going through. But just to update everybody, the public, you know, things are going okay. You know, we're waiting for the uh, judge's decision right now to make sure she, uh, you know, declined the defendants, which is the WBA. Uh, to keep the the court case, federal case, keep going through in the Chicago federal courthouse, which I'm praying any moment they'll be. Wait, so what? They're trying to get it out of Chicago? Yes, actually, they're trying to get it to Panama, City, you know, another third world country, the WBA, you know. Uh, Why? Yeah. So they could fucking get me, yeah. bribe the ex- exactly. So they could bribe the officials for yeah. a decision. What ex- the hell? Ex- yes, yes. You know it's so cut. So up. what is their reasoning for wanting to go to Panama though? Like what? It, what because are they telling the, the the Chicago court system? Well, that's what their attorneys. They got Chicago attorneys. You know they're fighting, saying that it should be because I guess they got a clause or something in their bylaws, whatever the clause is, saying. That if I sue them, it's got to be wherever they're, they're okay. located. Which is nah, BS. nah, nah. You know you what? I, 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 I did sign a contract like that. Remember? That is like, if you sign a contract and you have any legal issues, it's in the contract where those legal issues go to court at. Mm. Yeah. So even though I'm from Jersey or I live in Florida, I signed this contract. If, if I have issues, we going to court in Cali. Mm. Where is, obviously that person is going to be more associated with you know whoever you do have a point, but but there's cases, there's you know law cases that thank God I had a great attorney that looked it up, and this one fight named Samboom Bay Mombay something like they was former WBA champ he fought he opened the doors for people like myself when these organizations you know f us the fighters so. By the you know by going through the records in the history, you know it's favoring me the fight even though, like you said you know, that that is in their little bylaws whatever mm-hmm. their little controversial you know treating the fighters like doo doo that's what they try to do but not this time you know I'm hoping my judge here in Chicago my shy town will do the right thing the justice that I've been waiting for since 2014 remember I fought for the heavyweight championship back in 2014 it's messed up that. They held me, you know. I was supposed to fight the winner, Ruslan Chigaya versus Lucas Brown. Man, I remember you had an opportunity against Big Baby. I mean, there yeah, was so I, many. Yeah, well, I'm going to get there. I'm going to get so there. So many heavyweights that wanted to fight you in the last four years because of your. I, I don't know. Was the WBA keeping you ranked or something? Because you were getting offers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing is, all the offers, like I was going to tell you right now, when I was supposed to fight the winner, Ruslan Chigaya and. Uh, Lucas and, Brown. Uh, Lucas Brown. Dude tested positive. Lucas Brown. So there it goes. The W said, okay, don't worry. You got the next step. So here it go, getting ready to fight. Shannon Briggs, 2017, at the Hard Rock Casino. A week before the fight, he tested positive for steroids. 
And now we go back to 2018. Remember, I fought back in 2004. Now it's 2018, and I'm supposed to be fighting Mando Char. This bozo, this clown, tested positive. Cologne but these Germany. are all WBA sanctioned yeah, sanction fights. Fight. So because I'm doing the right thing, being clean and fighting my ass off and leaving my family for months throughout all these, you know, for years actually through all these training camps. So I get penalized by the WBA because I do the right thing. And these clowns that get tested positive for steroids, you know, they don't even get a slap on the hand. So but when you say penalized, what do you mean? You mean penalized because the fights were not happening. Yeah, because they're cheating. So you're wasting your time is what you're saying. Yeah, because I'm not getting compensated. But what's exactly paid. happening during that time? Because you said you took them to court. So why are they giving you sanctioned fights? Well, now that I'm taking them to court, they, well, they ended well, up moving you, on without me. They ended up, that's what I'm saying, Trevor Bryant, this one Don King's crony. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you took him to court in 14. They were still right. offering you fights all the way to 18. Yep. They all tested positive for steroids. But why would they still offer you fights if you suing them? Exactly. Well, I started suing them after, I believe, after 2018, my last okay. uh, fight that I signed, a fight for the heavyweight championship, which was three times. You know what I'm saying? All my three opponents. I'm so I remember that, Shannon Briggs. They fight. all tested positive for steroids. So I get penalized, and he, the WBA just sweep me on the rug and put this clown, Trevor Bryant, to fight. Uh, who did he fight for the title? Uh, Wasn't it uh, Stavern? Yes, yes, yes. I shot Stavern. You know, poor Stavern shouldn't even be fighting. You can barely, you know, say a word. No, no disrespect. But I'm just saying, you know, when it's time for, you know, fighter leave, man, you don't got your fact faculties. It's time to go. But thank God I still got mine, you know, even at my advanced age in my late 40s. You know, I still feel good, feel great. So now, you know, I, I mean, I'm hoping I'm getting justice. You know, I got two cases. I got my... Southern District, I mean, not, I got my federal case against the WBA, and I got my sec, the second case with Manuel Char and his How promoters. long has this federal case been open? It's been, it's been a couple of years now, like, like two years, two years. What is your attorney telling you in terms of uh, time? Well, now, it's in this, right now, they're getting ready to make a decision, you know, if they're going to grant the defendants or they're going to decline so once they decline the, my, the defendants which is you know oh boy, but decline the, him uh, what exactly of changing the court okay. case to Panama you know to the third world you know places where, where they want you know try to bribe like my man was saying earlier and I'm trying to prevent that because once the judge decides no we're going to stay in Chicago federal courthouse because because of these other statutes that other fighters sued them and were successful they didn't have to go to you know wherever they, they want to mm -hmm. be sued so but you know they happened, got a new headquarters in, in Houston, right? Have they opened that officially? Oh, I have no idea. That's that's new. I'm glad you told me that. I'm yeah. telling that to my attorney. Yeah. No, I was actually... They're, they're, he's yeah. actually... He, no. he, he posted something where he's like, oh, the WBA... Keep back to him, Mendoza. Yeah. We would, yeah, he's... He spoke. He seen me at the Hall of Fame. Oh, how you doing, friend? You know, big old smile. He tried to shake my hand. You know, I give him a little fist pump. But, you know, he knows. I know he's a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because we was just in Houston last month when they had the event. Too. Bro, WBA mm -hmm. does have a lot of yeah, garbage issues, man. Yeah, oh, yeah, the Gabriel Maestre fight that was oh, like the God. biggest scandal yes. last year. That's right. Yep. Yeah. That like his nephew or some shit. I don't know, bro. Then, then they had a president, a judge. Remember the judge? That, oh, know. no, that's what it was. The judge that was chick? like, the judge was yeah. like. The cutthroat. It's crazy. Cronies. Those are his cronies. Those are uh, Hiberto Mendoza's cronies. Uh-huh. Yeah, mm. I'm calling it how it is. So, first, you're saying that obviously now, you know, 
at your advanced stage, you still feel great. You looking to get into into maybe one of these thriller fights with a former MMA legend. You know, uh, what? Don't who tell do you me have no silver? Who do you have in mind? Any of those guys? I'll fight a silver. Nah, you fight. ain't ready for silver. Uh, Come on, <laughs> I ain't ready for silver. Fred, silver hands. out here moving. Yeah, but who is he knocking out of Tito's T's and shot fighters of a decade ago? Come on, we can't compare a legend like me against, you know, uh, MMA fighter. I respect him, but nah, you're right. You're hands, right, Tito. It's a different ball. That game. shit was so quick. Yeah, that, that, they can't compare that. But didn't he just put hands on Julio Cesar Chavez Jr.? Yeah, he beat him. But remember that they're like heavyweights. They're not heavyweights. Let me lay one right hand and that that and that. Yeah, but why would so if you're a heavyweight, why would you fall, fight a smaller guy? I didn't say that, my man. Oh. You mentioned that. Nah, he mentioned that. I, you I, said I, Anderson. You oh, said I did, you I did said say Anderson. Fuck I did wrong say with Anderson. You. That's okay. That's I did okay. say Anderson. Yeah. I did say I know. No, because you know Triller does those type of crossover fights, you know what I mean? It would it would have to be I think Revisit the the Shannon fight or Vanda, you know. Oh, yeah, he yeah. he came off the loss to Belfer. He needs a win, yeah, or yeah. At, or or not a win, but you know he needs to get back in that win column. Maybe that would make sense. Oh, I love to get him out of retirement, but I heard the other day he finally officially said, "Oh, he, he done even, done." He even said no to Mike Tyson. What? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. There was heavy rumors. Yeah, yeah, there was yeah, heavy yeah. rumors so, about that. I'm, I'm updated. I was just with him and. You know, it was good seeing him. He still looks good, and that would be a great, great dream of mine to fight. But yeah, he don't. Nah, he don't want nothing, nothing to smoke. I don't think. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I know. I think the Shannon Briggs fight, Ness. I think you hit it on the nail. I think that would be big. And I know wasn't yeah. he supposed to fight in uh, what was that new triad? The triad combat, I think, wasn't he supposed oh, no, he was to have a fight? Oh boy, what's his name? Junkyard dog, not junkyard dog. Uh, what's that dude? Uh, 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 the MMA, former MMA champ, um, they're going at it right now. Damn, what's that guy's name? Rampage. Rampage Jackson. Mm. Yeah, they, they built that up shit. and it never happened, man. I don't yeah. know what's, you know, I always feel so bad for Shannon. Like, even with your fight, I remember that. He looked in great shape. Obviously, he <laughs> tested positive. But, like, you know, he was working out. And I feel like that's when, you know, he got he was in Florida. And every day he had, like, this new little live. Like, let's go, champ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then... The fight never happened, um, and it just is, is very unfortunate. You know, he's also been trying to get an opportunity. Uh, do you think that is a fight that can be re revisited? Because he he seems to be willing more than any of the other legends, right? Yeah, yeah. you know, I don't know if you guys uh, you know know of, but you know, me and David Tua, Shannon Braves, we just got inducted to the Florida Boxing Hall of Fame, so I'm part of that Hall of Fame, you know, brother and sister clique. So when I seen him. He didn't look like, you know, when I was supposed to fight him back in 2018. I don't know if he'll be able to fight right now between mm. me and you. Yeah, he don't look like the Shannon like you. I seen him a couple of years ago. I don't think he want. He don't want. None of this I fight. ain't gonna front. I seen you in 2019, and now listening that you had a fight or all these fights scheduled. Yeah, I, I understand because I remember seeing him in 2019. I'm like, <laughs> bro. You was in phenomenal shape yeah, running yeah, around yeah. the WBC convention. Mm. Yeah, that's right. No yeah, shirt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Every day. Swimming out, I mean, running outside. I'm was like, that Cancun? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Cancun, yeah, that's I'm right. Like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. yo, that's Frez. What the <laughs> fuck? Because, you know, I'm, I'm obviously younger than you, uh, yeah, so yeah. I thought <clears throat> you would look older. Right. But you was out there 
in great shape and yeah, running. Yeah. Oh yeah, I was getting so uh, you know, and, and you're a heavyweight running. Yeah, you man. know, so at you was running on the beach, friends. Yeah, man, I had that dream. You know, and the WBA, you know, did the wrong thing. That's why I got the asses in the corner right now. You know, to try land that jab right hand to end it and get victory and finally get compensation. You know, all these years, friends. I gotta ask, being from Chicago, uh, obviously we don't really hear of too many. Uh, Top boxes coming out of Chicago, really not many, uh, at least that make it on, you know, to a major network or a major promoter. Mm. I feel that Chicago is full of talent. You know, we see oh, it yeah. in, in, in other sports. Absolutely. What do you what, what do you think the problem is with Chicago boxing? These brown paper bag promoters, like I said, like the Bobby the Clown hits and, you know, try to uh, shortchange these fighters. You know, like I said, I'm an advocate to that. I'm calling it like it is. I'm calling all these clowns out. You know, they got to step up and do the right things to these fighters. You know, we, you know, blood, sweat, and tears, taking punches to get scraps, man. No, that's not good. You're supposed to be a fighter. Bobby Hitz, you were a fighter too. You know how that is, getting paid and not getting paid. And F out of here. But anyway, um, there's an up-and-coming talent. Yeah, there's one. Uh, Bowler, who's from the, my same cloth, started at Hamlin Park. Me and David Diaz, who was a former WBC mm -hmm. champ, who fought Eric Morales, beat Eric Morales. That's my former, you know, we so talent, as of now, I call I call it is Bola. Bola is the kid that was in that Jesse Smollett, the two African mm -hmm. brothers. You know, he, well, he's one of them. He's the oh, wow. One. Yeah, so now he ended up winning the U.S. championships earlier this year, and he turned pro. I believe he's uh, fighting tonight, actually, in Indiana. So I'm, I'll be heading home and straight from Chicago. I'm going to go check him out. You know, hopefully mm. he gets his third victory. I believe it's third or fourth. But, yeah, Bola. Bola, you guys check him out. Yep, hopefully he get a fight with that Jake Paul clown and – <laughs> put him, put him out. You know, put that clown out. You know, out of the business. He ain't no real fighter, man. You know, it is what it is. You know, he got out the fight with Rockman. He knew Rockman was gonna put that heat. You know, little junior. You know, I was just was his dad at the Hall of Fame, and you know, it's crazy. You know, this, these these YouTubers are making more more money than heavyweight championships and champions. Period. And you know, that's disrespect to the sport. But you know, you know, box. It happens when you got these you know cutthroat people, cutthroat promoters, and and make the Hold on, Tim, but, but Jake ain't back out of the fight. Jake, because my man was 215 pounds, and, and Paul, you know, wanted him. He accepted them terms, friends. Yeah, he, he accepted that. You know how contracts Junior work. Junior accepted that. And then, and then he goes to New York to make weight and still misses weight. If I'm, if I'm Junior, I'm thanking Jake, because because of him, I got another job now. You see the fight they just announced for Junior? He gave the Belfair fight. He fighting Vitor Belfort. The one that beat Evander. Oh, when is that fight? Oh, I didn't know In that. In October. Oh, they just announced yeah. it yesterday. They just announced it yesterday. He's fighting Vitor Belfort. He would have never got that if it wasn't for Jake. That's true. Oh, okay. Oh, he, got that, he got that whole profile up. He, he went from 5,000 followers to over a quarter million well, because well, of Jake. Well, I know one thing. Who got... He, did, he couldn't even... Hussein, he didn't even have his, his own name. He, he was blocked out of his own he, verified Hass, Instagram. Hassan Rockman Jr. the keys to that. <laughs> he couldn't even. Uh, he couldn't no even get his fight. own name on not Instagram. Jake not Jake personally. No, yeah, Jake's but. team. They after they got him the fight. They that was part of it. We're gonna get you your Instagram back and all that. Why is he part of the Instagram crew or something? I mean, he, they, know, they, if, they, when you when you an influencer that big, you know you know people. Well, that's true. That's true. Like like like, like to be honest, we've got. Well, I've gotten. You know, Instagram on the phone. So somebody like Jake Paul, I'm sure it's very easy. Hey, Hassan Rockman Jr., he's he's a legendary fighter. He can't even get his name. Let's get Well, it. rather, he's a legendary fighter with a son 
this is his. Well, yeah, yeah, but I'm saying like Hassan Rockman, you know, and got him his his fucking account, got him his verified, got him his followers, got him a big fight. Shit, I he got him verified too. He he wasn't verified. He only had five thousand followers before the Jake fight. Oh, I have more followers than him. I got eleven thousand. Yeah, you have more followers. I need to get. I need to fight him. Shit, I. I can't make that way. That maybe his, his older brother, you know, Logan. Another, oh yeah, but damn, these guys. I want to say he fighting lower because he fought Floyd. Nah, he? man. What about what? What you think of uh? What you think of Hasim Rockman saying that he would beat Jake Paul? And I mean, senior, senior is senior just talking to help his son out? Do you think? Senior, you seen him at the Hall of Fame. Can he still shake it out? Can he? Is he? Is he? And I don't mean Jake. I mean you. If he want to fight Jake, he gotta go through you first. What are he doing out right. there fighting them young yeah, boys? I mean, he's twenty four years old. Yeah, he's nowhere near my condition. Even though we're from the same era, me and I seen. Oh, so straight. you in better shape? Oh, oh man, shit! I'm Call two, out. Two twenty five. Wait till I see him here. This. I'm two twenty five, but I, I won't be able to make no damn. No, no, no. We talking about Rockman. We ain't talking about. Forget oh, Robin, about no, Jake Rob, Paul. I don't think Robin want going there. In the ring, nah. I mean, I mean, he the one calling out Jake. If he want Jake, a twenty four year old, he better go. He better test the waters with you. Yeah, but he's. I don't think he's in no no shape to to do that. Nah, me personally, I mean, you know, he had a great career. They were from the same era. Not too many of us, you know, still fit like myself. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't see. Right, but no, no, no. I gotta ask, man, because everybody we mentioned, you like, come on, man, he shot 10 years ago. You you talked about Stavern, and he's younger than you. I know, that's crazy, ain't it? But if you see his career, his defining defeats, it took a toll out of his career. It's like when Shannon Briggs fought Ray Mercer. Ray Mercer and Roche's knockout artist. But once, you know, he'd been taking so many wars with the Lennox Lewis, the Holyfield, when he fought. Shannon, Shannon just taught, tapped on his head. You know, the equilibrium was just, you know, you see they had to stop it. So that's what I'm saying. You know, I haven't I'm just saying, though, you said Evander's too old and out of shape. No, Hasim no, is too old no, and out of shape. Evander out of shape. He Sh- you even said no, Shannon. No, no, he said Evander retired. He said that Oh, right. you did, you right, did. Right, right. <laughs> but Shannon was old and out of shape. You said, Rachman, nah. so, so who, who in your era is still available in your opinion? Like, who do you mm. think has kept up? Throughout the time that y'all can shake it out, man, it's 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 hard, man. I don't think. I mean, even Mike Tyson was before my era is better shaped than a lot of our fighters. I mean, you know, my boy was there, uh, Neyman Brewster. I mean, and it's and he's younger. No, we're on, we're the same age. We're from the same era. You know, he's not, you know, no frame of my shape to to fight. But you know, he had a good career. You know, he had. I, I don't know if he got detached rent up, but he can't see him when I. So ain't too many fighters I could say that could well, I mean, those hands in my era. It's sad to say, but so who you want to fight then? Because if oh, I, oh, I fight a, a Vitor, one of those guys. I mean, oh, now you are gonna have to oh, fight yeah. the son because I don't think Vitor making a pass Rockman Junior fight. See, Rockman Junior had this whole time to 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 hone in and and work out. Now he's seen. Damn, I wasn't working for real. I lost all this weight. I'm really not a heavyweight. He might end up being a cruiserweight or a bridgerweight now. This whole Jake Paul thing, he got a quarter million followers. My man going live every day. He probably re-motivated too. He oh, going to beat up Belfer. I think Belfer also, he just got, as like I said yesterday, you know that's another dude stay testing positive. Like but the mother. thing is, will they that's test for that fight? The thing is, They what, should. Regardless. In the UK, I think they will, man. Uh, what's the they thing should. the UK got? Ukada? 
They on that shit. They don't need no money for Ukada. You don't got to pay like Vada or none of that. Ukada's on their ass. I ain't never heard of that. I ain't never heard of that. Really? Never heard of it. You can't? You kinda never heard of that, but oh, uh, interesting. Me but but what? yeah, never yeah, heard. Bro, of that. that's who pop. That's who pop. Dillian White. Remember Dillian White oh, and Reba's yeah, fight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I didn't, I didn't hear. About I, yeah, I mean, no. I think you might have it. I'm confused. pretty sure it's the right. But I'm but um, I don't know. I mean, the UK is also the same country that allows guys with 200 losses to fight. So yep. So I I don't know. Yeah, but those dudes with 200 losses be having what three knockouts out of 200 fights, 100 and something fights, like. Those are tough ass journeymen. Then that's those are those are like chop chop coolies. You know what I'm saying? He's still out here fighting. That's like, sad. That's you know what I'm sad saying? Though. Yeah. How is it sad when you want to fight? I don't because, get friends. See, no, no. The thing is, like, <laughs> look, when you get punched in the head and continuously punched throughout the decades and years, I mean that puts a lot. I mean, I mean, in a couple of years, I'm praying he still be able to talk, man. You guys understand. You know, brain injury is serious. Yeah, man, I was boxing. right. UCAD is the UK anti-doping agency. What's up with y'all? I mean, are they well-respected like Vada, though? You know, not that. I mean, I ain't going to say well-respected because they do have that discrepancy with Dylan White where, like, yeah. they found out he was positive <laughs> and then ago, they, didn't, yeah. they didn't tell Rivas. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that was kind of... But other shady. than that... You know, they pretty on point. Like, they'll ban your ass if... Like, they ban Eric Molina for testing positive, um, you know, and he don't even live in the UK. So, you know, they... they they No one's perfect, man. Right, right. No one's perfect, you know. Uh, since you have so much experience with sanctioning bodies, I like to believe that IBF is one of those sanctioning bodies that, you know more than likely will give you your mandatory if you have a mandatory like you won't be passed over you won't be made an interim you won't have to fight four five seven different right, eliminators right. you're right you're right um but then you know i i i realized that for fighters the wbc is the more prestigious belt the the one that they admire or look up to i don't know how, how do you see all these different sanctioning bodies and I don't know. What was the belt that, that Frez wanted when he first was started, a young yeah. up-and-comer? It's interesting he started that, and I was honored, you know, when I was up-and-coming. I was undefeated 22-0, you know, with 15 knockouts. You know, I was the hottest prospect, prospect of the year at that time with America Presents. Dan Goosen was my promoter. God bless mm. his soul. He's not there. We had a great craft, you know. Out of all the heavyweights they signed that year, like the Power Wolf Graham, Clay Bay, Monty Barrett, I mean – Mm. All these top heavyweights were bigger than me. I was the last one, least. Wait, Monty's bigger than you? Yeah, Monty's like 6'3". Oh, you mean height-wise? Weight-wise, too, because I remember I was only 220, you know, 19. You know, I, I had got to work out with Monty uh, oh, really? for like three years. He okay. he, he, he was training in um, Passate at the Glen Tapia gym. Oh, wow. He's in Vegas? Jersey. No, no, Jersey. Oh, Jersey. In New okay. Jersey. Patterson area. Oh, Patterson. Okay. Pas Pas Patterson area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been there. Yeah. Good, uh -huh. good boxing town. But, uh, yeah, I was at least mentioned, you know, when I signed with them in the class of 96, you know, and, man, I was the last one to come up victorious in that bunch. And then when I fought the Black Rhino, you know, that was my first time, the mo you know, most the biggest upset in boxing that year is when I knocked out the Black Rhino. Remember, the Black Rhino just signed a contract with Showtime back in 2001 here in Vegas. And I'm still undefeated in Vegas. So when I, once I knocked him out, the WBC was the first organization to acknowledge my hard work 
and craft out of all these organizations, they finally ranked me top four in the world, man. I was a top four that I was doing when Mike Tice was there, uh, Chris Bird, um, uh, Lennox Lewis, and stuff like that. So, yeah, they, they that was I was honored, you know, a little kid from the projects of Chicago, ranked number four in the world in 2001, at the age of, you know, 25, to do what I do. I mean, it, it's unheard of. So, Maurice, uh, not Maurice, his father, Jose Suleiman, very prestigious, very honorable. That's to this day, they're the most prestigious title in boxing because they give you dues. If you beat a good fighter, undefeated fighter, any you know, they're going to give you your flowers, and that's what they do. You know, a lot of these or, other organizations, I mean, the IBF, you know, not fought Chris Bird. They should have mandatory had me fight my rematch. The whole world seen me beat Chris Bird. You know, even Chris Bird and the podcast, you know, several months ago, finally admitted, yeah, you were the champion that night. You end up, you know, I, I felt great, but it's just a, sanctioning bodies to do more for us the fighters man if we put in that work and struggling to, and, and, and the fans want to see and they want to see justice because I whooped Chris Bird I don't know if you guys remember when I fought Bird back in 2003 and uh, at the Mohegan Sun and man I should have had a rematch 100% and, and that never happened you know so my career very controversial but here I am today you know I, I was with Chris Bird <laughs> last night or the night before last and it's sad. He don't even look like a heavyweight. He's like 160 pounds, and it's tripped Yeah, but out. didn't he purposely lose the weight? He was trying to make a comeback? Yeah, but he's naturally a middleweight. I think he was trying to make a comeback at what? Like like, like light heavyweight? No, no, middleweight. He's Holy 160. Fuck. That's the thing. you know. So you already know back in our heydays, he must have you know, been doing some not legal stuff. And look where he's at today. You know, I love to have a. You mean a, a you mean he fight. must have been doing something to gain all the weight if he's able to lose all the weight now at an older age? He said he was eating a lot. You know, you I mean, maybe he's vegan too at this age. I mean, you can, if you, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean. And it's been a. I'm gonna. Yeah, I ain't gonna front, Fred. Uh -huh. I swear, I feel like I heard about Chris Bird trying to drop the middleweight or light heavyweight three years ago. Well, so he got some time working out to yeah, get to that remember, weight. During that time, you know, he had. Hip replacement, both Oof. hips, his shoulders replacement. I mean, this dude damn near plastic. It's sad. I mean, it's not just <laughs> I'm saying. Man, I don't want to get no surgeries on my shoulders or my hip. I mean, those are main parts of your body when you age, when you aging. You know that. You right, know, I, but they giving you a new shoulder, a new yeah, hip, baby. Yeah, you'll never be the same. You'll know? right, <laughs> never be the same. But I, I wish you know him the best, and it was good seeing him, and him acknowledge that you know I was the heavyweight champ. Well, Fred, man, those are all the questions. I do want to thank okay. you uh, for coming in on short notice. Uh, this was pretty, pretty fun. Thank I don't know you. when you're going to be back in town, but we'd love to have you again. I'm sure our audience would love to hear some more stories. But I do want to hear something because um, I was going to, like, one of my main questions was, where's Fresno Quendo from? Then you said, oh, you're born and raised in Puerto Rico. I had no clue. I'm thinking. I was born in Puerto I mean, Rico, even though raised in Chi Town. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, so who who is Puerto Rican in your family? Uptown. Uh, my my dad and mom. My dad okay. was a black you know black Puerto Rican. You know my grandparents and stuff. You know Afro descent. And my mom, you know from you know from the mountains mountainous area of Puerto Rico. You know which is pretty light. So I got the both best of both worlds, and uh, here I am. You know, hundred percent Puerto Rican. Mm. And do you have any children? Yes, oh, of course. Uh, beautiful. My kids, they're older now. My oldest is Maya, Mr. Dearly. She's in California. My my son, Naeem, 
I'm, you know, who's in Chicago with me, my son Solomon. He's in Aurora, Illinois. My son, Fred Jr., who's doing great things, is in the corporate world. Who, my first one to graduate from Northern Illinois University, from university. And you're a Husky, okay. Yeah, and then, uh, right, yeah, Husky, yeah. And then my daughter, you know, Jada, and she's doing great. She's in Hawaii, doing good things in the logistic field. They're all doing positive. And my daughter, Jalen, you know, she's in, I believe, by St. Louis area. I got my babies, you know. In my 40s, I had two more little ones. Uh, I got my little big boy, Liam, Liam Okendo. He's, you know, you'll see him on my Instagram, on my foundation, com. And then also my daughter, Riley. That's my baby. She just turned seven. You know, that's my, my rising star. You know, that's what keeps me young. You know, at my late 40s age, you know, ain't too many people that have kids in their 40s, but I was no, nah, champ. My 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 my, <clears throat> my mom kept going, man. I I remember I was a I was a senior in high school. I came home. She Which just, high school you went to? So I got kicked out of Mount Carmel. Oh wow! Yeah, I went to Mount Carmel my freshman year. Got kicked out, and then I went to the school in the suburbs, TF North, oh, yeah, Calumet yeah. City. Oh, okay. Yes, okay, yeah, cool. South suburbs. Yeah, I'm from the South Side. So oh, wow. yeah. yeah, my kids played Mount Carmel for the state championship in 2012. My son was in a state championship against Mount Carmel, man. We lost Glen Barnor. Okay. In the, in the suburb. What suburb? Okay. Yep, you know, yep, that's yep. where I raised my kids. You know, I'm from Chicago, from the project from mm. Uptown, you know, north side, and then uh, the Lakeview area. You know, I always got a rep where I grew up at. My people, they always support me, Uptown, and uh, Lathrop Home with the project. But, uh, yeah, so I raised my kids, you know, when I, after, you know, Tito Trinidad and his father retired. We moved back from Puerto Rico. My wife's like, no, we ain't moving to the city. We moving to the burbs, and the rest was history. I raised my kids in the west suburbs. Great education. It's like paying for private school, but you know, but we don't because you know, the state, you know, you know, it's free. Yeah, yeah now you out there in Glenbar, you right. you good. Yeah, yeah you exactly. are good. I promise you. When you were with Mauricio, did he say he was leaving this weekend, or do you know? No, I don't know. Charlie, I, I want to get partner. him in the and building. You all, yeah, you all know I'm. I'm Part of the, I'm the WBC ambassador, so he gives me mad love. Support my foundation, you know, um, foboaintl.org. You know, I love for you all, you know, spread a good word. What I do with my foundation, I absolutely. Fred, is is there? I know, I know you spoke about the bad. Is there? Is there? I was, you know, is there other people in Chicago doing good in the sport? Oh yeah, we got Nate Jones who was here with Floyd for induction. Came with us from Chicago. Uh, um, uh, a boy from the Austin boxing community, the West Side of Chicago, which is rough. You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure you guys heard Shy Rack. You know, he's running the thing. I'm partnering with him. I'm bringing a lot of my kids over there to train at the Austin Boxing Club. Uh, you know, uh, we got the Chicago Park District. You know, Jessica uh, McCaskill. Oh, Jessica. Oh, yeah. The Undisputed champ. Yes, yes, yes. First lady of Chicago. She's. She's uh she's a beast, undisputed. Yeah. Did you see uh Rick Ramos? Yeah, that's yeah, my man, Rick Ramos. Let, I let, trained I don't in know, body shot gym. I don't know if you saw last weekend uh Kenny Sims out of Chicago. Oh uh, Kenny became intercontinental. Yeah, so. WBA champ. Yeah, yeah. Shy Town. Yeah, me and his father go way back. You know, I know his dad very closely. And man, he's doing a great job with his son. And man, yeah, he's number ten. I don't man. know if Danny told you, but he hooked up Robert Garcia with yeah, so Robert and uh, Rick are supposed to be opening an RGBA, Robert Garcia Boxing Academy in Chicago. 
Really? Uh, you know, yeah, maybe you give should, back, give back to. Maybe you should make a little phone city. call, man. Get that foundation up in there. Oh man, that's what's up. Yeah, the Fresno Kendall Boxing Academy. There you go. We're doing great things. You know, don't you guys follow me? You know, Instagram, Facebook, all that good stuff. Fresno Kendall. Make sure you guys follow me on Instagram. You see all the great things what I'm doing here, Ecuador, all over the world. You know, when I was in Dubai. I was in Saudi Arabia, all that good stuff. I travel all over the world to do good things, and that's why God blessed me. You know how it is. When you're a giver, you get blessed abundantly. Amazing. Yes, sir. Well, Fred's man, Thank we're going to go ahead Fres. and take a quick intermission. Please give out your social media. I know you just done so. We do want to take a picture with you before you guys leave, but we appreciate your time, brother. Thank you. Make sure you guys follow at Fred's Okendo, F-R-E-S-O-Q-U-E-N-D-O. That's my Instagram and Facebook. Fres Okendo Boxing Academy. Okay, guys? And then my foundation on Instagram is F-O-B-A-I-N-T-L. Make sure you follow all the good stuff I do. All dot the org, way. right? Yep, dot org. If you want to donate, you know, for a great cause, you know, helping these underprivileged youth, at-risk youth like I was. And that's why these kids relate to me. Absolutely. And a big shout-out to RX. Thank you, Chris. Uh, oh, yes. 100%. Man, they've been supporting my foundation, my kids at the... At the Boxing Academies, uh, can't thank him enough. You know, Chris, you know, Baloo, who's been my dear friend since the early 90s, 2000s. And here we are doing great things with the sport of boxing. Yes, indeed. All right. We'll thank be you. right back after this intermission. We're going to take a quick picture with Fresno Kendo. See you later.
Yeah, we're back. You are now listening to the fine tunes of the Boxing Voice Radio. And I thought I had the camera on me, so they seen Danny squat and walk past that way. <laughs> You're terrible, champ. Yo. We back, we back, we back. And we are We do back. appreciate Fresno Quendo for joining us in studio for a special Sunday guest. Um, yes. You know, as he is flying out in like an hour and a half. Word. Um, I know we did... Kind we only recapped one card. Yeah, I started on the top rank card and then uh, talked about some of the early on fights. So, uh, oh, so yeah, you didn't have it on yourself, champ. That's not good. But, um, yeah, let's get back to the card, champ. Yeah, man. So, uh, the Komei fight? Well, before that, let's, you know, let's, let's not do that. Okay. Um, Tiger Johnson looked good. Real good. I think, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's where I left off at. So. Tiger, Tiger looked real good. Very impressed with uh, the way he was looking and, you know, um, excited to see what's what's coming from him next because he was re- he was pretty aggressive. You know, he was um, doing his thing. Yeah, no, Tiger Johnson, obviously. brutal first round knockout so you know you know that they didn't hear anything you said okay when i got up it's all good champ so yes so back to the top but rank, you were saying back to the top rank espn uh card with uh richard torres man devastating first round knockout mm. uh very brutal torres that was a brutal brutal crazy. knockout man uh, that was actually very but but it's becoming his thing. It's becoming his thing. Wait. Oh, we might have to. You might want to handle that. You're better at that than me. I don't need. What? The shot. Yeah, man. Hey, technical difficulties, you know. Um, the guest was supposed to be here at 8.15. So, you know, we kind of didn't have the intern come in because it looked like the guest wasn't going to show and then the guest showed and now you know you know here we are so we got a little couple technical difficulties a little bit uh understaffed going through some rough bumps every now and then what what's danny's facebook expresses saying guys y'all see him no why are you talking about it bro get back to the car he's dying to say something but anyway, I don't know, man. I think the, 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 the performance of the night for me is Jared. I think that would be the performance of the night. I mean, you know, Pedraza Come was back and forth. You know, I'm not mad that it was a draw. Obviously, I got more into the bet than the fight. Um, Tiger Johnson looked good, but he went more rounds than Jared. Jared, you know, first round, a little bit of a fill out. You know, I was on the edge of my seat because I wanted it to go over the one and a half. But, you know, he did that. There's a discrepancy because he he knocked him out in the last second of the round or something like that. And I still didn't get paid. So I don't know what's up. But um, I thought you 
You said they did pay. No, they paid for the over-under. Oh, yeah, they paid for the over-under, but they didn't pay for the draw. Yeah, it's something else, though. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I mean, uh, it was good to see Jared back, first fight back since December. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I do want to see a step up, and he does too, clearly, but I think he knows that realistically uh, it may not be that big. You know, we may not see him fight a top 10 heavyweight like Philip Hergovich, you know, but he is a top 25 in the WBC. We may see him fight, you know, top 15. I but- think they should put him in with a Stavern, like, Start putting them in with older names like they built Canelo. Give them a Stavern. Give them a Trevor Bryant. Give them a Brian Jennings. Give them a... Hmm. Hmm. I know this name is going to sound crazy. People are going to laugh. But something like this, something around these lines, like an older name that's older. So, I forgot the name that quick. I mean, I I think uh, a Chisora. (laughs) Twin said to mute the audio while displaying a thumbnail voice. Whoa, funny. funny. I think I think a Pulev, a Chisora, I think those are are, are good. Uh, mm, Pulev didn't look too bad in his last fight, not the one where he got knocked out. But that was his last fight. I know. Yeah, like I said, not the one that he got locked yeah. out. The one before that. Yeah. So um, e- either one of those guys, you know, uh, they're in the WBC rankings ahead of Jerry. You tripping? Don't give him Oda Violin. That's too. That's too fresh. You giving him an old name that is recognizable to the world. That's what you you you, you don't want him. You know what I mean? Like, cause the dude he beat yesterday. What the fuck is his name? Nah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? That did that did nothing. Bro, I think that there's names that are good names that are just ranked behind them at yeah. this point. It's like like Carlos Takam, but he's ranked behind Jared. Charles Martin. Yeah, but that's. That's but he's ranked behind Jared. Big Bang Zang. But he's ranked behind Jared. Um, you know, I don't know, man. I, I like a Pulev fight. I like a Chisora fight. I like a Yoka fight. Ah, wow. You're putting him in some tight fights. Yoka? The one that just... Yeah, yeah. I get what happened to Yoka, but you got to understand that's not going to be Yoka coming back. That's going to be Yoka trying to prove that what happened was a fluke. So you're going to get a better version of Yoka. And I think that'll be a good, uh, you know, opportunity for Jared to prove himself. You know, Yoka isn't uh, light years ahead of Jared, and he's only a few positions ahead of him in the WBC rankings. You know, may, if not the next fight, the fight after. You know, those are just the the, the kind of names that I feel like uh, could get Jared moved along and at a nice, you know, respectable pace. You know, he's only 22 years old, very young. Where is Jared on the WBC? 24. I'm sorry, 23. 23, I'm sorry. Mm. So, so yeah, man. Um, you know, I think those fights would be good, but we shall see. Hopefully, like I was is saying. Is Ajit Cabibel still with top rank? Jonas, yeah. 
he used to be with Top Rank. They used to show his fights from Germany on ESPN Plus. Who? What's, what's Ajit Kababel? Okay, number eight in the IBF. Maybe a guy like that. Andrew Rudinenko. Rajvan Kajanu. Yeah, you saying all names I never heard of. You heard of Rajvan. Rajvan's a well-known heavyweight journeyman. He, he just... I, I, probably the most notable loss would be Dubois a few years back. Yeah, no, I'm just... Kalides. That would be a good heavyweight. The one who used to train with... Uh, with uh, Don't say it. I don't Freddie know. Freddie Roach. Yeah. You know him. Freddie Roach. He dropped a, a Jogba. Come on, bro. Calm down. Michael Hunter beat him. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm just thinking, of, like I said, there's guys that are just behind Jared in the rankings, you know, which the rankings don't really mean anything because uh, Big Bang Zang is like fucking 25 in the WBC 15 and another. Philip is like fucking 14 in the BC and like three in the IBF, so. Derek Chisora would never do it, but that would be a great fight for him to get that exposure. I love that fight. Maybe a Lucas Brown, but yeah. Lucas can't get to America or could he? I don't know, but Lucas did have a, a great victory in his last fight, so. Yeah. They're saying Michael Hunter versus Jared Anderson it's would too be too soon, fun. and Hunter has a fight with, with, with uh, the other Fury. Yes. Uh, Marius Wok. Damn, I ain't heard Maurice that Maurice Wok? Yeah, that's not a bad fight. I ain't heard that name in so long. That's a good fight to see where he's at. I don't mind a Brian Jennings fight. Can we bring Brian Jennings out of retirement? Damn. Yeah, I feel like they just they're they're like good old names. That but that's what you need. What you what was Shane Mosley when Canelo fought him? No, nah, I'm saying, but like what is Chisora? He's an older name. I, but Chisora's he, making money on pay per view. He ain't never giving Anderson a shot. But I think that that would be a huge fight, man. But that's what I'm saying. Why would he look back? He 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 could get a big bang fight in China. Why would he give Anderson an American a fight? Big fight? No, it ain't. You don't think you don't think Chisora gets a big payday for that fight? Where in the UK? Chisora, so you making Anderson go to the UK? I'm sure Jared would be totally, oh, wow, totally okay. for it. Now you talking? I'm sure it's if you're willing to take him to the UK. Now you talking? But I don't think that ESPN okay. as a machine is looking to build Anderson their American heavyweight hopeful. In the United Kingdom. I mean, they were looking to put him in. I understand it was supposed to be a heavyweight card, but they were looking to put him on Fury, uh, Dillian White. So In he, America, Papa. No, bro. You fucking tripping. Oh, Fury, Dillian White. Correct. It never happened. I mean, he was on the card, had the injury. Never happened. So the intent wasn't there? Never happened. All right, bro. Uh, Brandon Lenz, our producer, saying give him... Michael Polite Coffee, my boy, but that's also cross promotion. Unless they cut Polite, I don't know that that could happen. But I like those fights. Tiger Johnson is a welterweight, right? Yes. Give him Sonard Bunch. Is he too too? Is it too soon? You don't know Sonard Bunch. No, I mean I'm not really like Tiger. To me, is like you know you don't really worry about him right now in the sense of. They're doing what they're supposed to be doing. You know, with Jared, it's like Jared's in the rankings. Jared, you know, is looking to move up those rankings. Jared is looking 
To, That's a good fight. You know? Jared versus Tabidi. Would they make it? Would Tabidi take it? I mean, he's going back down in weight, so no. Who? Tabidi? Yeah. Really? Yeah. What, he didn't look good at heavyweight? I mean, I'm pretty sure the plan was for him to go back down to cruiserweight all along. Two also good fights, Jesus. Shout out to you for your... Uh, they'll never do Guido, but Duapa and Negron. Love both of those fights. Negron got a lot of amateur background. Um, that would be a good fight, but I feel like he's vulnerable enough chin-wise that he goes down like a light. Like a light. Or out like a light. Like a light. Yeah. Those are good. Yeah, no, I really like the uh, Negron fight. The Negron fight, you know. And the Big Baby versus uh, Mike Polite. It's just like he was talking about the cross promotion. I don't yeah. know how realistic. Yeah, unless Polite's not with PBC, no mount, that's going to be tough. But um, is it time to open up the phone lines, Ness? La líneas de comunicación están abierta. 425-569-5241. Press 1 one time. Voice your opinion. Voice of the people. Give us your thoughts on this weekend's fights. Give, give us your thoughts on the uh, Hassan Rockman Jr. Vitor Belfort announcement. You Vitor. Know? Call Vitor, in. Vitor, Call Vitor, in. Vitor, 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 Vitor. Sonny Conto, Anderson will never happen. You guys are mentioning dudes that are on the same side and they ain't going to do it. Like Guido... You know, they're not going to let... I mean, Sam J. Boxing not going to let Guido get in there with Anderson. It says Jam, but yeah. Uh, what I said? Sam Jam? You said Sam J. But, um, yeah, no, and to me, Jared's... I think, I, honestly, I think Sonny Kanto got cut. When the last time you heard Top Rank talk about him? Yeah, I mean, and even Guido, he just fell. But when was the last time we saw Guido before that? It had been forever. Forever and a day. And a day. You know, I think uh, I think you get him a, one of those UK bodies. I like Nathan Gorman, but he's from the UK. I like that uh, Black Wamba, but he's from the UK. It's like it don't really do nothing. I get it. It does more than whoever the fuck he fought yesterday because we still don't remember his name. But, you know, if you're going to use a UK name, you got to go to the UK because them dudes is popular. Like, if you're going to fight Zora, why do you find him over here? For? No, no, no. It has to be over there. It has to be over I there. I like that fight. Hesu, Hesu putting out nice fights. The Vaco just, um, he's getting a fight right now. Yo, you could suck your teeth all you want. Who's knocked out the Vaco? He's motherfucking durable. And he got a decent left hook. The rumor has it knocked out AJ in sparring. And is the whole reason Andy got that win. The Vaco would be a decent fight for Anderson. Obviously, he's he's expected to win that I fight. Like of all course. of those are like go backs. Like, you going back. You feel me? Yeah, I mean, what the fuck was last night, bro? No, I, I get what you're like, saying. Like, okay, let's go back, but at least we going back to a fight that is decent and fun. DeVaco going to make it a fight. My man last night, we was begging for him to make it two rounds, bro. No, I mean, last night was uh, coming off a 10-month layoff, coming off a of surgery, coming off of everything. Like, last night, I wasn't supposed to be any of the names that we're talking about, but... For the next fight, yeah, like, you know. Yeah, we. I ain't going to lie, Tim. We're going to need somebody in here. You disagree? What do you... Damn, the mic not even on. All right. Chill, fans, calm down. What do you mean? 
No, I'm just saying, like, you know, we definitely. Oh, you mean, you mean we're going to need somebody to do what we do? Bro, because it's like no, 10 course. times a show? Hell no. Of course, bro. Of course. But listen, listen, Rome wasn't built in a day. You feel me? And not too long ago, um, we ain't even have a studio. So everything a su tiempo. Tu sabes. Yeah, I'm, you know. It's going to come. We're going to start this Skype call, though, if anybody wants to call in. You know what I'm saying? You could join us on Skype. You could hit us up. And if you want to talk, you can say what up. And if you don't want to talk, then you know what up. You feel me? Bro, how y'all saying bring him to put him on the Shields card that's in like two weeks, bro? What the fuck? Um, I mean, we've seen other fighters turn around in two weeks. James Kirkland is infamous for having like three fights in 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 in, in, in two week spans per fight. Why? Because he was rushed out of not, not rushed out. He was trying to get back in, in you know, in good graces because he had had a, a PV, did a parole violation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Golden Boy, Oscar De La Hoya showed up to court, shot him some bail. Mad people showed up to court. So then, you know, when he got out on that parole violation, he's trying to make up for lost time. So he was getting back yeah, in the mix. So different circumstances, you know, like what what logical sense would there be to rush Jared back? In two um, weeks. In two no, weeks. No logical sense other than it's a big card where he could get good exposure. So let's put him on it. Other than that, him, him, you're right. Him headlining his own card out there would be a would be bigger. So him headlining his own card out where? In the UK. Okay. Like I'm saying, obviously it would have to be. I'm not saying he's gonna take an American out there to headline. I'm saying if he were to fight one of the British names that we've mentioned headline out there, that would be bigger by itself versus him on an undercard. Like, no. Nah, In I two fucking weeks. Like, come on. I hear you. People, hear you. People's traveling to the UK a but, week and a half, two weeks But out. how many eyeballs are going to be on that fight next week? How many eyeballs would be on him, Chisora? Um, Chisora, again, if he going out there, yeah. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, if he's it's, going, it's worth if, it if, if he Jared, go if Jared is going to the UK to fight a British fighter, that's going to be bigger than a, a undercard. Um, I wonder would Eddie do that? You know, would Eddie give a main event to Chisora versus Jared coming to, you know, the UK? I don't know. But we got Keem and we got Renzi. Let me know if y'all just listening, because if it is, then it is what it is. And if it is what it is, then we ending this shit. Yo, my name is Ness GTO. Instagram and Twitter. I am your co-host, Ringwalk Danny. Instagram and Twitter. My boy Ness is also on the YouTube and on the TikTok uh, pages as Ness Call me Gibbs. ones and twos. Nesta Gibbs. And even though he ain't here, you can't find our good friend Bo Mason at Bo Mason underscore TBV for all your TBV needs. And then, of course, we are the Boxing Voice on all social media platforms, on all streaming platforms, on all uh, podcast platforms. Catch us on Blue Wire at the win Monday. Monday. You know what's crazy? When I drove to Detroit, when I drove to Detroit, listen, when I drove to Detroit, my friend was playing a bunch of music. And, you know, he in the music industry, so he know of people I ain't never heard of. Mm -hmm. So he plays this artist. And uh, all I hear is... The art, like, first thing I, I heard that caught my attention, he said, I've been in the wind. Mm. And I'm like, the wind? Okay. So now I've been playing the shit out that song. But he ain't talking about, like, in the wind, like, the wind. No, wind. no, that's exactly what he's talking about. Mm. 
Cause he's saying like people wondering where I've been. I've been in the wind. Mm. You know, doing my thing. Not ain't what he said. But yeah, man, we out. Catch us tomorrow morning, six a.m. Pacific, nine a.m. Eastern, and then tomorrow we will make our motherfucking debut. Debut. Blue the Wire boot. Studios the from the Win Las Vegas. The boot. We taking this shit over, man. We out. We out.